0: welcome in to the episode 13 of the fourth and wind Juice podcast take two rob um good good afternoon
1: good afternoon mark
0: how are you <laughs> Uh, i'm okay but you already know that because we've already done that um yeah guys we've we've kind of balls up this morning we've um we've What's just spent, <laughs> we've just spent 20 minutes or so chatting um about the coaches and the coaching carousel and given some really 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 in-depth fantastic takes on that and some then of our best work,
1: our,
0: some of our best work for sure and then realized that none of it has been recorded so um, unfortunately neither of us can bear to go through that all again. Um so we you're gonna have to just imagine. Um, you know, anybody wants to know specifically a take on a on a on a role, on a person that got fired, on whatever, then get in touch because yeah, we're not spending another twenty minutes um pretending
1: like that, that conversation didn't happen unfortunately. Um so um it's gonna end up being... going to give me a second, I'm just gonna nail my flag to the mast that uh, Jim Harbor is going to the Raiders. We've just <laughs> finished discussing this, but this is when we figured out we weren't recording. Mark yeah. thinks it's ridiculous. So do I, but um I just want to get that out there, get that in the uh, in the Earth's orbit. Jim Harbaugh to the Raiders
0: and and Adam, apologies. I was actually being nice to the Raiders. I think as well for a portion of that twenty minutes. And um, he was Adam, honestly. It, it, it um, apparently never
1: happened. So um, there we are. Oh, we also, um, we did a se- session on a section on um, the pick contest that we ran this year. So uh, congratulations to Gaz. You're in the top ninety-eight percent of everybody playing that game this year. Gerth, you came in second. I think three games back. You're in the top ninety-five percent. And Sean, you were just one game back on uh, Girth in third place, and you were think ninety four point nine percent. So, congratulations to you three, uh, Mark and I. Were saying you guys should take over the pod. Yeah, um, especially especially yeah. given
0: especially given that we can't even record it uh, um, properly anymore. So, I think we need to just give up and and get you guys to get involved. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that, that's where we are. So sorry about this, guys. It's probably going to be quite a short and sweet podcast. Um, so we've done the coaches um, between ourselves. And uh, so the next thing we were we were gonna do is we were gonna just take a quick look at um, the the basically the the kind of the rankings that we have throughout the season. So um going into the season, um Rob and I did our kind of top five and bottom five um at pre-season. We did it halfway through the season, week nine-ish. Um, and then obviously we're at the end of the regular season now. And it's kind of interesting to see how how that's kind of moved along um, uh, during the season. So at the beginning, um, Rob, you had Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, Rams, and Green Bay as your top five. I had Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Green Bay. So we're kind of pretty similar there at the beginning of the season. You were higher on Buffalo and the Rams. I was higher on the on the two AFC um, AFC East team, AFC North teams that um, have been pretty garbage. Um, then we your your bottom five were the were the Falcons, Giants, Eagles, Lions, and Houston bottom of your rankings. Um, I had it slightly differently with Chicago, Las Vegas, Houston, Philadelphia, and Detroit. Um, but it's um, yeah, it's been a season of kind of craziness really and, and um, so we, we kind of where we are now do you want to kind of give us your updated position Rob um, as we as you see it at the end of the season
1: yeah I think first of all we should offer up a public apology to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni um, we didn't believe in you uh, we didn't believe in Jalen Hurts we thought you were going to be terrible and you've managed to get into the playoffs very well deserved to you change your game plan mid-season to suit Hurts' game Hurts has looked decent I think if they build around and they can push on so on behalf of the fourth and winters podcast um i apologize um, another reason why we should not be doing this i think that
0: um, uh, no, it, it's an interesting one though isn't it because i think that's what you said is that they started off they didn't look great and but they, they've they've gone well this is why we're not great and let's work with what we've got let's not work pretending we've got these other players that can't do so so let's play to their strengths and I think yeah that's the reason why they've improved and that's the reason why they're in the playoffs and that's why that's the reason why I think it'll be a closer game this weekend than a lot of people think
1: yeah no definitely um yeah so my bottom five now I have um the Giants bottom uh I've got the Jags second bottom (laughs) uh then I've got the Jets 30th Panthers 29th Texans 28th
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm very similar. The only difference I have is where you've got the Panthers at 29, I've got the Lions still. I think they're still down there, um, despite the fact that they've probably been playing harder uh, than than a lot of the other teams down there. I think ultimately their roster still isn't isn't great. And with Jared Goff at quarterback, you know, I, I don't think that's a great position. So that's the one difference. But we're quite, you know, we're very similar, really.
1: What do you think I would agree that? on Detroit. Um, the, the reason that I lifted them out of there was I think they have a plan. Um, they've got Dan Campbell. They've given him a long-term contract and they're clearly believing to mm-hmm. him. Uh, the players have bought into his approach. Um, he's done exactly what he said he would do in the off-season, you know, play hard, bite their ankles, all that kind of side of thing. Yeah. It's, it's paid off in a number of different games. Um, they do have some pieces that they can build around. So I don't think this is a year for them maybe to get a quarterback, maybe take one later on. Um, but if you've got Goff for another season, then fine, you probably have quite a high pick again next year, but you've got Penai Sewell there, um, who can anchor you along the offensive line. You've got Deandre Swift when he's, um, you know, when he's fully fit and everything is one of the top running backs in the league. Um, I think Amon Ra St. Brown has had a great close to the season. Uh, and they, they've got it's some the bits and pieces. pieces. Um, so that, that just lifted them out for me. I think that they they had a coherent plan. They've done what they said they would do and they've uh, they've punched above their weight so that just lifted them out for me really uh, and they've got the picks uh, which I know shouldn't really factor into the power rankings but I just I think I kind of liked what they've done they've um, they've obviously torn it down but in the right way I wouldn't say they've tanked they've they've still been playing hard and they've, oh, uh, they've, they've yeah won, so. they,
0: they've definitely not been tanking have they um you know, they knew if they lose to Green Bay, um, there's a there's a massive possibility they they get the number one overall pick in that last week, and they certainly would have known that um, towards the end of their game or whatever. And, and there was just none of that. Was that they were not there's not about that at all. They were about winning and playing hard, which is the right, obviously, the right way to do it. Um, so i i do i get all that i do i do think though that they're just on a for a man on a man-to-man basis i, I don't think they're strong
1: um oh but, i agree yeah
0: um yeah and um, and so then offensively uh, offensively um the top of the the power rankings we should say Um we differ a little bit more up here i think
1: it's yeah it's broadly similar isn't it um so i've got green bay one um as do you i don't think there's unfortunately any argument there
0: um no.
1: I've got Tampa second, Kansas third. You've got Kansas second, Tampa third, um, w- which I, I totally get. Um, I totally buy. Um, I'm, I'm not precious on which way around those are really. I think I just kind of, I haven't seen Brady do it so many times. I know he's lost Antonio Brown and they've got injuries on the go at the moment, but it'd be diff- difficult, it'd be difficult for them to get past um, Green Bay. But um I think probably the NFC just wins out for me there. Uh, fourth place, I've got Buffalo. You've got Buffalo in fifth, um, and then you've got New England fourth, and I've got Tennessee fifth.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm still not buying into Tennessee. Um, I think that's the takeaway from this is that I, I don't see them. I, I don't see them. Yeah, get, I don't see them winning their first game. Um I just
1: interestingly, neither do I. But, um, um, I just think what they've done in this season losing um losing derrick henry keeping going i think mike variable's had a great season um i know tanner hills looks a bit iffy in some games but they've still managed to come through and they're the top seed in the uh, afc despite all their issues and I, I don't believe in them either but that's me and i've kind of gone this might be something not personal I have against the Titans because I don't have anything against them, but they don't particularly excite me, but I think they deserve a lot of credit for what they've managed to do.
0: I mean, they absolutely deserve credit and I think later on we'll see where I'm giving the credit there. And I think, um, it, but I just, I don't think, again, on a man-to-man basis, I I just don't think they're top. I, I probably wouldn't even put them I don't think I'd put them in the top ten. I I I just I don't I, 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 the I just
1: don't I don't want seed in the. AFC. I, don't, I know,
0: and that's how crazy this season's been for me. It's the fact yeah. that they, they're the number one seed. I don't think they're in the top ten, and yet they have had their the probably their top two players for large parts of this season have not been available to them, and they're still the number mm-hmm. one seed. So to me, it's all about coaching. It, it's not the players; it's the coaching. And, and as I said, that's why you'll see where I'm giving the credit later on in the episode, but. Um, you know, I just think, I think the Patriots, for me, have, I hate to say it as well as a Chiefs fan, I, I can't, it makes my skin crawl out, I'm even saying this, but I think from where they came last year and what situation they looked in and they threw all this money at free agency and I'm sat there thinking, what are they doing? You know, um, they then go and take a, what everybody thought was, um, you know, arguably a first-round quarterback in Mac, Mac Jones that a lot of people didn't believe. In, in Mac Jones at all, and they've you know they, they've they've done a lot better than I thought they would this year, and I have to hold my hands up there. And I just think Bill Belichick in the playoffs is a different it's a different kettle of fish. I I just think they've yeah they've done really well, and I can see them winning a game or two in the playoffs. I really can.
1: I refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> is that purely because of? Um... Mr. Purely because it's a Patriots and purely because it's Bill Belichick. I'm not having any of it. They were um yeah, they were they were 27th in my uh, power. <laughs> nice, nice. Um
0: so yeah, so we we yeah, we we kind of agree in, in a lot of ways, I guess, um, with a with a few things that I'm not as high on Buffalo, um, and I don't think I have been throughout really. Um well, I suppose mid season, I, I guess I did, I had the number three mid season, but I don't know. I just think there's something there on their day. They can be fantastic. I just don't see the consistency in them when it really, really matters. Sometimes I just don't think they, they turn up. So I I think they will struggle to beat New England this weekend. I really do.
1: That's a bit of a heart overhead one, that one for me. I just, I really like what they've done there. I think Sean McDermott's an incredible job. I I love Josh Allen as a player. Um, It's always exciting. It's always interesting. Um, I just hope that this is the season that they can do something. That they can string it together, um, and you will see that later on in some of my predictions. Of <laughs> Very much heart overhead. Fair enough.
0: Um, so then, I guess the next point we were going to touch on is is the, the the end of season awards. So I think they they don't hand these out, do they, until like the night before the Super Bowl? But I think yeah. by all accounts, I. I think do they only include the regular season in the way that they do this? Um, is it because, as I'm pretty sure, they don't take into consideration like playoff wins and stuff when they do these awards, right?
1: I don't believe so. Uh, what's interesting for me, um, I think, if we just to sort of jump straight into MVP, we've both gone um, Aaron Rodgers in that one. Uh, they announced the um, first team All Pros yesterday. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, got, I can't remember quite the split. Aaron Rodgers got 33 votes and Tom Brady got 12. And I right. think fairly certain it's the same people that vote for the whole of uh, vote for MVP, right. that vote for first-team all Pro. So to me, that seems to signpost that Aaron Rodgers will be the MVP there. Um, which is I, I, think,
0: I think they've had similar seasons. I think the, the problem I think that Brady will have is that they've stuttered a little bit down the stretch and, and everyone, despite the fact that it's a, human, it's, a, it's a human kind of thing that we have a recency bias and, and you know, it's hard to remember how people looked in week one, two, three, four, five, six versus the last six weeks of the season. I just think um, the fact that that Rodgers has looked stronger down the stretch and Green Bay have looked stronger down the stretch. And for me, the thing that, that is key to me as a Chiefs fan is I saw, you know, we beat Green Bay this season. We're not winning that game if Rodgers plays. It's as simple as that. He means so much to that team. Um, whereas the Bucks, I think, have got a better roster. Yes. Um, and I think if Brady was taken away from that and you had a backup in there, they'd have better, a more, they'd have a stronger chance of still doing well in the playoffs than if you put Jordan Love in there for Green Bay. And I think that's, for me, what does it. That's why I give the nod to to Rogers.
1: I was just going to make the same point. Yeah, you know, Brady's been thrown to Mike Evans, to Chris Godwin, to Antonio Brown, to Gronk, etc., etc., etc. Rodgers has got Devonte Adams. And then he's got Alan Lazard, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Uh, Tunyon's had a terrible season. He's got just 13 touchdown passes to Josiah Degara at tight end. So he, he's, had, he's had to make the best of what he's had. So, yeah, that gives him the nod for me as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, so, yeah, coach of the year, um, I kind of, I thought, well, we've, we've kind of both gone there. I didn't actually realise yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, we've both gone Mike Brable and I think, yeah, for all the reasons we, we, we talked about in the last bit, I think, that the fact the very fact that they're the number one seed, which I just still can't get my head around. Incredible. Um, yeah. um even if they'd have had Henry all season and AJ Brown all season, I still would have never predicted that they would have got the number one seed. Um and to do it without Henry for pretty much the entire season and A. J. Brown for a for a number of weeks, I think he's is a huge testament to him and his and his coaching staff and yeah. And I think if he doesn't get it, I think it's a bit of a joke, to be honest. Um, I think I was I was toying with um, with potentially some other candidates. I, again, it pains me to say it, but if you'd have told me at the start of the season that that um, that New England would have won um, ten games a season, I probably would have said absolutely no way. Um, so I think he has done a very good, a very good job. I also think that um, who else was it that I had quite help. Um, obviously at the, the Eagles? You touched on it before. So um, Nick
1: Subriani does deserve consideration. He won't win it, and he yeah. shouldn't, but he deserves he deserves a lot of credit. For yeah, he deserves to be in the
0: conversation, doesn't he? I think that um, you know certainly when you think of this, the latter half of the year. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Verbal's, I think Verbal should be the front-runner and I think he, he should be the one that gets it, maybe. Yep, agreed. Um, is there anything we do disagree on here? Ah, yes, here we go. Offensive player of the year. I think realistically, these normally go to quarterbacks, um, but I think we, we said at the beginning of the year that we weren't going to put quarterbacks in here um, because they're going to probably win MVP, so therefore we think we tried to be a little
1: bit different here, didn't we? Um, do you want to go
0: first with... Um,
1: I I mean, I ummed and here. I've just seen yours and that, I I get it. It makes total sense given how many touchdowns he's scored. Not to say anything, but um, yeah, mine was very much between Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. Um, I just think the season that Cooper Cup's had, I know it's been a 17-game season, but the amount of records he's broken, uh, nobody has has expected it. He's just had an absolutely unbelievable season, Cooper Cup. Um, Definitely didn't see it coming from where he was, but... For me, I think it you could make an argument. He's he the most valuable player. Has he had the most valuable, most value to that team? If we're sort of taking quarterbacks out of it, Has Jonathan Taylor been more value for the Colts potentially, but Colts never made the playoffs. Cooper Cup's made some absolutely huge plays and won them games. So I ultimately came down on Cooper Cup.
0: I, I think I, yeah, I, and I
1: can't really say too much to
0: disagree with you on that, to be honest. I think I wanted to, having having agreed with you on a couple already I was kind of wanting to to be a little bit different to be honest Um, and again yeah I obviously thought about Jonathan Taylor he's had a very very good year but for me I just thought I was kind of expecting it more from Jonathan Taylor in that he we know he's a really really good player but we knew going in that he'd have a, a really good offensive line and then and that Wentz would be potentially um, a bit dodgy and therefore they were probably going to re- rely on that running game a little bit more. So it was kind of expected, whereas James Connor, he was kind of an afterthought going into this year. You know, he was somebody that they picked up in free agency and I think everybody was expecting Chase Edmonds to be that, is it Chase Edmonds to be the number one running back in Arizona? And he, and, and Connor's just said, nah, I don't think so, um, and kind of taken that position over and, and being fantastic. Um, Scored a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, maybe he's not—he's not as talented necessarily as Taylor, but it's not called the most talented player. It's the most valuable, and I think he's—you know—he's—he's—he has been extremely valuable to them winning games. The amount of touchdowns he scored. So that's kind of where I went for a little bit of a difference.
1: No, I like it. I can't, I can't agree. With, can't agree with that either. To be fair, you've made a made a compelling argument. <laughs> um... That I thought, wasn't sarcasm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Defensive Player of the Year I mean I think he's smoking something If anybody's got anything different To, to this I think J.J. Watt uh, J.J. Watt T.J. Watt um, You know When you when you lead the league in sacks Doesn't always mean You're the best You're the best player By any means Aaron Donald Doesn't really lead I know he's a different position And all that But um, T.J. Watt has been Fantastic this year and, and, the, and a big reason why The Steelers have even been Competitive Um you know he's he's a total not a menace. He's clearly taken over from his brother brother as the kind of the best Watt in the league now, and um, he's 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 pretty damn awesome.
1: Yeah, I agree. I had T J. Watt as well, um, tying the uh, all-time sat record of 22 and a half with Michael Strahan. That record stood for quite a long time. He I was busy. gutted when he
0: I was gutted when he didn't break it though, because again, people are just going to go, oh, well, it's 17 game season." It's like well, yeah, yeah, it was. Stuff um, changes, doesn't it? You've it, just got it, does,
1: it. it does. and um, nearly well, broke it, though, because it was only for a botched snap between, I forget the Baltimore centre's name, and Tyler Huntley. I think they ruled it as a tackle for loss uh, as opposed to an actual sack. So yeah. he could have had 23 and a half, but as it was, he sacked him in the second Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, I just think that the game's different these days. You know, the, the quarterbacks, they know they have to get the ball out quicker. And the, it's and just a lot different. of
1: protection uh, exactly. from the officials as much as exactly. anything. So,
0: yeah. Exactly. So it is a different game. And yes, he's unless somebody goes over twenty-two and a half, they're not going to really see it as a as a as a real record. But I still
1: think he's done a he's done a stunning job this year. Um, I thought it was uh, interesting that I wrote his position down as a outside linebacker, and you wrote his position down as defensive I, end. I thought that was I mean, it's.
0: Um, yeah, I, I did. I did notice that. I mean, yeah, he's he's probably more linebacker than he is defensive end to that,
1: That's a credit to him because he can line yeah. up wherever. That was all I was. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. Not just
0: oh, he, he, that's it. well, sleeper have got that right then, haven't they? Because they've got him as um, as both, haven't they? So I'm able that's to move around been. my defense as well. So which is which yeah. helps from a fantasy point of view. But no, he's, he's been really, really good. And I think if you if you're starting a a team now and you you're picking defensive players, I don't think many teams would look outside of TJ Watt as the first player on your team. Is you know that's how good he is. So. Um, yeah, and they're still very young, right? He's, what, 25 or something? he's 27, isn't he? Oh, is he, that, is he that old now? Right, okay. But still, I mean, he's still relatively young. He's still got a good five, six years of being in his kind of prime. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. So when... Um, yeah, 27. Start? 27, right, okay. And how about rookie of the
1: year? Uh, I went with Jamal Chase. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I um, I think, uh, for me, it was between three. Um, you picked Jamar Chase, so, I, again, I wanted to be a little bit different. I considered Mac Jones. I think he's had a really good season. However, I think he's tailed off a little bit in recent weeks. And, again, that recency bias part of my brain says, well, Jamar Chase has kind of come on again, having started the year well, and then he had a bit of a dip, and then he's kind of come on again um, and had a ridiculous game. Um obviously against us sticks in the mind um but I went slightly differently and I think um a rookie of the year again tends to go to a, an offensive player tends to go to a quarterback but I thought I just think you've got to praise somebody who stands out as much as he has and I gone from Micah Parsons I think um I think we all anybody who, who knows anything about kind of or watches any kind of college football and listens to people during the draft knew that he was a good player he held out in, in 2020 from college because of COVID and stuff. So he didn't play. And there were some slight concerns over his kind of, of, his, of his character. And so maybe he dropped a tiny bit, or people were not necessarily thinking as highly as maybe they could have been about Mike Parsons going in last year. And he's just been an absolute stud. Um you know, he 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 plays inside linebacker, but yet, you know, he's their best edge rusher and he's kind of like I don't know if he leads them in sacks, but if he doesn't, he, he's up there. Um, and he's, you know, he grades as high. I think he's in the top five um, graded linebackers in coverage first his card to PFF and things like that. He's just done things all around at linebacker. He's just been absolutely immense. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, you just have to give it to the best player, regardless of position. And I think for me, that's been him.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with any of that. I was just going with it's usually an offensive player. I think Jamar Chase yeah. has had a fantastic season um i I think just to jump ahead we've both put obviously michael parsons for rookie defensive player of the year and for the other reasons you've just you've just mentioned he's certainly 100 percent going to win rookie defensive player of the year yeah
0: i think Um, if he he was to be if he was good enough to win if he if they were to go out of the box and pick him as rookie of the year though who who do you think's behind who would you say outside of michael parsons
1: oh that's a good question
0: I think because I think Nick Bolton's had a good year. Uh, Obviously, I watch closer as a team. Yeah, you He he has he has played very very well. Despite to to say that he hasn't played played like all the snaps. I think he's played about forty percent of our snaps this year, something like that. Game in game out, he's been around forty percent ish. That some of that's to do with the fact that that's what happens in the NFL linebackers come off when you play nickel and dime or whatever but 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 also he's kind of been rotating between him and a couple of the players and but I think he's had he still had a huge impact for us and essentially that play he made between him and Melvin Gordon in yeah that was incredible he kind of sealed that game for us and it it was kind of looking a bit dodgy at that point um so I, I think he's had a really big impact and um I think he's certainly in my mind anyway um
1: no, no, I'll, I'll go with that. I genuinely can't think of anybody off the top of my head. There's no, I don't think there's anybody really that's jumped out to me. Um, I will just say that I've had Micah Parsons down for pre-season, mid-season and end of season. So I'm, uh, I'm taking that as a win. And I yeah, know you no. probably did too, but you were trying to be different. So, I <laughs> think um,
0: And so then just looking kind of towards the playoffs specifically then, do you want to just kind of quickly give your kind of, feelings,
1: how you think it's going to go, who you think is going to make it through? Um, yeah, I mean, given how unpredictable the season's been, I've got absolutely zero confidence whatsoever. So I started off the NFC Championship with Bills at Chiefs. Um, this time around, I've gone for Bengals at Bills. Um, again, just like I said earlier, heart overhead. Um, I, I, this feels like, I'm, I don't take this as a personal slight, I really like the Chiefs. I was so pleased with, with the Super Bowl when we were together. I was good for you when they didn't win it last year. I would be very, very happy if the Chiefs won it again this year. I was just something a bit different. I think it'd be great for Buffalo to get to a Super Bowl. Um, you know, they what did they got to three back to back and never won it at sort of at the end of the 80s and everything with uh Jim Kelly. Yeah. Um so yeah, I had Bengals at Bills, I had the Bengals knocking off obviously the Raiders, then um knocking off the Tennessee Titans as well. Um I just, yeah, I, I, I just think Joe Burrow's just absolutely, just incredibly special. He's got that partnership with Jamar Chase. I think Joe Mixon's had a great season as well. Um, they've obviously got Higgins and Boyd at, at wide receiver. They're just, they're great. Jonah Williams had a good season at guard. Zach Taylor seems to have found a bit of confidence, and I could see them maybe shocking a few people and having a little bit of a run to the championship game.
0: It's where I think I'm glad you kind of mentioned um, Zach Taylor because I think he was on a little bit of a hot seat coming into this year, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. They didn't perform well last year, um, in particular. I know Burrow got injured, um, which obviously doesn't help, but they've, you know, they've, I think, um, played above what a lot of people thought they would this year, and I think it wouldn't surprise me if he's in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or have up to the air uh, again. I don't think he should win it, but um, yeah. if they go and win the Super Bowl, it's a different kind of fish, but, um, but as I said, I think they've already made the decision by now. Um I think so. So, sorry, yeah. Sorry for interrupting
1: no, no, no. I, th- I think I was done there, mate. To be honest, like, yeah. So- yeah i have just on Bengals or Bills.
0: Bengals, Bills. So I've I've got a little bit different. I've um. I've gone New England, Kansas City in the AFC Championship. I. I wholeheartedly believe that New England will beat the Bills, um, which then because they're a lower seed, kind of throws the things throws the. That the rest of the kind of playoffs out to yours, doesn't it? Because then I have, yeah. I think the Chiefs playing the Bengals in the next in the next round, um, and I I just don't. I, and it was a really good game, and they deserved to beat us when when we played a few weeks back. Um, I don't see us losing to them a second time, um, particularly at home. Despite the fact that I agree, Joe Burrow is a is a fantastic quarterback, and those weapons that he has are really scary. Um, I think it will be a fantastic game if it happens, regardless. Um, but I'd like to think that Andy Reid would have some tricks up his sleeve and and, and maybe play it slightly differently, um, particularly if they're down in the five in 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 the five yard line with two minutes to go, um, and not be a total spaz like he was in the last game um last time we played them so that's kind of who I've gone for um, I do see kind of all the other top seeds winning apart from New England and until then obviously I don't I'm not so high on Tennessee I think um they could potentially come unstuck against I think it'll be New England that would go there um in the second round and again I just think New England over over Tennessee you know Belichick over his ex-player and coach in variable I, I can just see it so I I have New England and um, Kansas City with the Chiefs winning and going on to the Super Bowl um, in the AFC. Yeah, I maybe, that, that. maybe that's I some of, maybe that's some of maybe um, that's some of maybe that's a bit of a Chiefs fan talking, and maybe it's what I want to see rather than what I think will happen. But hey, I don't think you'll be far wrong to be honest. Um, and then what about the the NFC? Yeah,
1: yeah so NFC, um, I've, I've just gone books at Green Bay. I've not overthought it, which is uh, I see what you've gone for. I think that the they're The two best teams of the division, if not the two best teams of the NFL now, so uh, yeah. in the division, in the conference, sorry. So, um, yeah.
0: yeah, I think for me, the only thing, I, I, I think it will be them two in the in the NFC Championship game. I really do. I, I can't see anybody. If, if there was to be somebody else come out of that, are you thinking Dallas? Is is that the team that you think will would be the the team to beat one of them? If I'm or- honest,
1: I was thinking maybe the Niners might shock a few people just the way they've been playing recently. I don't. I think the Cowboys are far 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 superior but given recent history they've tended to um shoot themselves in the foot a bit to sort of panic when the lights are on them um and i i just guess i don't trust them whereas niners might not be as talented but i think they're great in some the of their parts and they've they seem to be on a little bit of a roll. if they can mix in a bit of trey lance as well he had a good end to the season when he uh he had to come in i'm not saying he's even he against the job but he gives them something different just to mix it up a bit
0: yeah, I, I yeah, I'd like
1: to see Arizona
0: um do well. Oh, I would. I would. Um but I, I it's again it's that I just don't trust them. I don't trust Kingsbury and Kalmar to do it when it really really matters yet and I think I hope they prove me wrong. I I hope they're the one that, the team that go on and run. I me too. I'd like to I would see them to see do this. well. Um you know, maybe a Green Bay Arizona NFC championship it would be a really good watch, I think. Um yeah. but um I kind of come round. I've kind of come round to the Dallas Cowboys over the last few years. I've never been a an, an America's team fan. I've, I've never really liked that tag or them. But in recent years, I think it's just probably because they've um, started drafting a few players that I liked. Um C.D. Lamb in particular was was one of them that I loved coming out of college. And I think they've just started to Dak Prescott I like as well. And um, I, I, yeah, so I, I kind of in a way would like to see them do well. I think it's good for the NFL when. Some of those kind of um, blue blood teams, if you like, do well. you Forty ers you—that's um, why I'd like to see the Bears do well and, and, and start playing well because they're another one of those teams. But um, but I, yeah, I just think it's going to be the. I think it's going to be Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and I think it's going to be fairly straightforward to be honest on that side. I think the AFC is much more of a of a shootout, and I think it would surprise me if anybody made it from the AFC. To be perfectly honest, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so that kind of um, wraps up that. Is there anything else you want to touch on before I um, finish off with a whinge of the week?
1: I think just to say that we both had Green Bay winning in the Super Bowl. Um... Sorry, yes, we do.
0: Um, Yeah, I've even succumbed to Aaron Rodgers at that point and said that I think I would would struggle to see us beating the Green Bay um, with Rodgers at the helm. So unless he gets injured on his way to winning the NFC Championship game, not that I would want to see that, of course. Um, but but yeah. he's such a lovely
1: guy, Mark.
0: Yeah, he's such a lovely weirdo, isn't he? Um, but anyway, we'll leave that there. Um, so yeah, wind of the week. You you don't have anything to whinge about. Everything is totally fine. Um, I think
1: I, I've, I've kind of come way. to terms with um, the Jags' is absolute shit show of a season lawrence at least looked good in the um i will have a little whinge actually we're interviewing bill o'brien <laughs> why it's, it's why what What have we got to gain by interviewing bill o'brien i don't want a serious answer to this mark i don't want you to justify it i don't want anything i will not have anything said in its favor go on what were you going to say
0: <laughs> no what i was going to say is bill o'brien as a head coach i think is he's okay, he's good. Bill Bryan as head coach thinking he's a GM and making GM decisions, bad. So if you have a a, a, a GM that is strong of mind and he is clearly the GM and Bill O'Brien is the coach. Do you I mean like Trent Well, I don't know enough about him to be fair. Um but but I, that's I think and also when they were on hard knocks. I just kind of like Bill O'Brien. True,
1: he's, True.
0: he's a really seemingly a really yeah. nice guy. He's, he's obviously one of his kids uh, is, leaves yeah, a- and kids he and or have you and has had a really tough life and stuff. I, I I kind of warm to him on on Hard Knocks. I think he's yeah. a good guy, but yeah, he shouldn't be making um, decisions when it comes to player personnel because otherwise you'll end up like trading Trevor Lawrence for a backup running back or something um, if he gets involved in shit like that. Um so mm. but um I was gonna have a little whinge actually around and of course it involves the Chiefs, so apologies. But um tell me the game that is prime time for, for for Sunday night, in your opinion.
1: The game that is prime time for me on Sunday night would be the Niners and the Cowboys.
0: Exactly. That should be the prime time game, which I'm quite happy to be asleep at when it happens, and I'll watch it the next day. The Chiefs should not be primetime playing the Pittsburgh fucking Steelers, right? We're going to mash them and Ben's going to whinge off and waddle off into his retirement and that's that's it. That doesn't need to be in primetime just because it's his last game. It's stupid and it means I'm going to have to miss it and I'm going to have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning on Monday morning to watch it before I start work. That's my whinge over with.
1: I, I, I worry that you've jinxed it there. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I I was saying this to Christy before because she's saying they're going to win this weekend, that, they? They shouldn't have. I was like, Yeah, of course they are. They're not going to have a problem. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers, for crying out loud. And and then then there was kind of this silence for a few seconds. And then I said, But if we were to lose, then we're clearly not good enough to win the Super Bowl anyway. So it doesn't matter. So it's fine.
1: Right. Nice. I like it. Good good, 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 good. Um,
0: coverage. And if the Chiefs do get knocked out by the Steelers, then it's um, Royal Bengals for me. I would like to see the Bengals then go on and win it
1: personally. I mean, my ideal Super Bowl would be uh, the Bengals versus the Cardinals. I'd love to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that would be sweet. That would be be a really good one. Yeah. Two young your quarterbacks dueling it out. I think that would be superb. It's not going to happen, but I'd like to see No,
0: no, no. Right then, um, anything else you want to touch on?
1: I mean, there's there's probably any number of things. Um, But no, I think uh, just to say thanks for keeping me company most of this season. Um, It's a shame (laughs) we've not managed to make it work as as much as we could. Hopefully, um, I think some of the ones that I enjoyed the most were last season. It was obviously a lot easier when we are in lockdown. We we couldn't go out. It was nice just having something to look forward to, being able to dissect things with my mate and um, have a bit of a chat. Um, I think we both enjoyed the draft process last time. So um let's hope that we come back sort of after the super bowl we'll do a bit of a recap and then um we'll move into draft season we'll certainly do our mock draft the same as we did last season i'm looking forward to that um, yeah
0: that, that'd be that'd be cool to do that i really enjoyed yeah, kind of I doing did. that live and and kind of how just how we both kind of did that and commenting yeah, on cool. things as we went through i thought it was quite cool and um, i'd like to do a bit through the off season in terms of leading up to the draft as well however i I'm quite nervous about doing that again given that the only people that really listen to us here on this podcast are our um rivals in our fantasy football league um and so i'm not going to sit. i'm just not going to sit there and give you my rankings before we draft i'm just not going to do that so i don't know how exactly we're going to be able to do that and make it work but um we'll see we'll see how that goes
1: i think carson strong number one overall that's all also
0: <laughs> if we can make that happen that would be sweet um but um, yeah, I was going to say something else then as well, but it's gone. I think it's gone. So never mind. We will uh, we will we will call it a day. So um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm sorry that you missed out on all the really crucial intelligent stuff we said for the first half. It was now, incredible. Recorded. Um, could have won. Could have went on to win as a BAFTA or something. I don't know. But, I mean, um,
1: what could have been, yeah. What
0: could have been, indeed. Right, and with that fourth down conversion, we will call it a day on the 4th and Winches podcast. See you later, guys. See you later.